You're listening to the Future Education Careers podcast on Future Radio. It's time for another instalment of our new series on Future Radio where we're finding out about interesting careers and how you can forge a career in uh, that said uh, industry, particularly if you're looking for work, fancy a career change, or you're a young person uh, looking to find your career and looking for what to do. Today we're hearing from Jenny Allison, who is the marketing manager at Cinema City, um, and she's been speaking to producer Henry about her career and how you can pursue a career of cinema work and also talking about her inspiration to get involved with cinema. I've always loved film um, and it was uh, I was actually doing marketing work um, in the broader arts kind of venue um, and decided there was time for a change um, and a job came up here and I jumped at the chance. You said you jumped at the chance there, was that entry level or um, did you sort of uh, like go straight into the job you are now what was the progression from starting to becoming the marketing manager yeah so here it, it was a marketing manager role in my previous um job at Norwich Arts Centre I actually started there as a volunteer while I was um studying at university um and moved away and did other jobs when I came back to Norwich I volunteered there again and was doing a kind of a, a shop job just as well just to kind of make ends meet but really wanted to work in the arts and so was volunteering at the arts centre a marketing job came up there and because I'd been helping out while I was a volunteer I applied for the job fortunately got it um, and was there um, for about eight years um, so gathered loads and loads of knowledge about kind of the local area, made loads of connections, um, learned kind of how to do the job because I'd never done a marketing job before. Um, and so um, when the job came up here and I applied for it, I'd obviously had eight years experience of working at Norwich Arts Centre. Um, so that kind of stood me in good stead. Um, and I'd also um, worked within the film industry um, down in London before that. So I kind of had lots of different bits from different places that kind of enabled me to actually have the package that they thought, oh, actually, you can do this job. Yeah, so you spoke about your background volunteering at the Norwich Arts Centre. Obviously, all of us at Future Radio are uh, volunteers, all of the people sort of behind the scenes, especially like me being a production assistant. How important is it to get that voluntary work if you want to go into a career in a sector that you do want to pursue and you are passionate about? Oh, it's really it's vitally important. I think now more than ever, um, it doesn't really matter what qualifications you've got. If you can demonstrate to someone that you've got passion, you've got enthusiasm, that you're hardworking, that accounts for so much more. Um, just recently we worked really heavily with Norwich Film Festival and they've got loads of volunteers and we were so impressed with some of the, the young people that were working with them. We actually now have employed two people um, they, they're kind of front of house people that work on the bar and on the box office but we wouldn't have known about them unless we'd have worked with them as volunteers and that's a really good kind of shop front for you to kind of show people your kind of how, how well you can do something. Going back to you and more specifically your role, what's a typical day in the life for Jenny Anderson look like? <laughs> um, 
It's, it's, it's really interesting because no day is the same and that's why I really like it. So um, my job is really varied and it's quite creative and that's why I really like it. So um, it's sort of answering lots of emails and they can be about kind of events that we're, we're planning. It can be sending out press releases and kind of emailing people um, to tell them about what we've got on. It can be um, creating Facebook events or creating kind of A5 posters and flyers that we display around the building. Um, it can be going out to meetings and meeting people in the community um, sort of trying to forge partnerships with other organisations like I said with the film festival recently we did lots and lots of work with them so during that period a lot of my focus was to do with that Um, yeah so it is really really varied and I think that's what has kept me here for 10 years just because it is so interesting yeah, so I think it's safe to say that um, no one day is the same no, in your absolutely job. absolutely not, no. And I think that's what's really good with a, a marketing job. You have to be able to react and be on your toes and not get stuck in your ways because things change so much, and think, especially now with social media, so much is changing all the time in the way that we advertise events to people that you just have to be able to be like, right, okay, I'll just go with whatever today throws at me, you know. Yeah, so as marketing managers then, do you have to keep an eye out on social media and uh, like all the current trends and how that changes constantly over time? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I kind of unfortunately spend a lot of my day on social media. but I work with, um, I have a colleague here called Luanne who's amazing. Uh, she's a lot younger than me, so she kind of is really up on all of the trends. But um, we work together creating reels um, for Instagram and just doing kind of really kind of quirky different things. And I think that hopefully sets us apart from other cinemas in that we do a lot of the kind of bespoke, kind of non-traditional film advertising, if you see what I mean. Speaking of... Uh, where you differ from other more traditional cinemas. I think it's fair to say that Cinema City has sort of built up that reputation of um, sort of good quality, um, showing like really good quality films, but also a lot of independent films that you wouldn't normally get at places like Odeon or View. Um, First of all, how proud of that are you and how does that make you feel as the marketing manager but second of all um, do you see that as a positive in your eyes or sort of like a negative that you're not getting maybe the big blockbuster movies Um, it's a bit of a double edged sword because a lot of the big blockbusters um, have a massive marketing budget behind them and so the film kind of sells itself a lot of the time because you'll see banners on um, buses and on you know bus stops and that kind of thing and lots of TV advertising Um, but I kind of feel like that in a way there's no satisfaction from my point of view in that because I'm not actually helping to sell that film because it's selling itself whereas a lot of the independent films that we have might not have that massive budget behind them and so it's down to us and so that's it's really kind of nice that we can try and get the word out there and publicise the film and often kind of do it in a different way or a unique way and work with local partners around the city and actually engage them in it so it is a bit different from that respect it makes me immensely proud that we do different stuff and that it might not necessarily sell out all the time but 
I kind of hope that even if people don't come to it, they know that we do it, so they might come next time. Because we're quite flexible, because we're smaller than some of the multiplexes, we can react really quickly. So if a film that we thought, oh, we're not really sure whether this is going to sell, if it does really well for a week, we can then have it for another week after that and we can react to how the box office is going. So it's really nice that you can instantly see, well, our marketing works for that because word got out, people know about it, they want to see it. Um, so yeah, we can we can kind of adapt from that respect. So I take it for sort of young and inspiring filmmakers as well. It's crucial to have venues like this in order to get their name out and to get their projects seen by everyone. Because uh, yeah, if you're a up, up and coming uh, filmmaker, it'll be difficult to get the big cinema chains, I guess, to see your movies. So um, yeah, that's that's brilliant. Yeah. Something else that I did want to touch on is uh, you obviously spoke that you've been in the business for quite a while. How has it developed and changed since you've got into someone who'd potentially want to be in your job in, say, a year, two years' time? Um, It's changed a lot in terms of the way information is disseminated out. So um, when I first started at the Arts Centre, everything was a lot more paper-based. There was... um, a lot more kind of brochures and things that were posted out to people um, always a reliance on flyers um, and it's changed a lot I think because people are much more environmentally aware now um, they're not so they're you know conscious about kind of the printing and the kind of their carbon footprint but it's also on the way people are kind of finding out about things and, and the way that people's reliance on technology and the fact that most people have a mini computer in their pocket now that they find out about events that way and so there's been a kind of a move away from paper-based marketing Um, I mean we still do it and there are obviously our kind of sections of our customer base that rely on that so we do still do printed brochures and flyers but there isn't the same kind of um, need um, that there used to be Um, I think as well, locally, the kind of landscape has changed a lot. So when I first started, this would be about 18 years ago, um, it was very kind of, uh, the local media was very, very kind of journalist-based and you had kind of people that were working in radio that had been there a long time. And that's all completely changed now. I mean, you could constantly rely on if you sent a press release out about a local event, it, nine times out of ten, it would get featured in a newspaper, and that's very different now because um, you know the way that newspapers are, are selling less than they were. Um, you know what is then featured in a newspaper is very different, and they have to prioritise advertising, which you know is understandable. So there's a, I think generally we rely less, or we we have to rely less on getting featured in local print media, um, and also now with um, local radio, that's landscape has completely changed um, and so shows that we used to appear on regularly don't exist anymore so so yeah there is I mean god knows what it's going to be like in in sort of a year two years time but like I say you have to just adapt and I think that's that is a real kind of skill to be able to just be kind of quite resilient and able to then respond to change. You were saying about sort of responding to change there. Of the uh, trends um, that I touched upon earlier, you obviously said that you um, you've been to sort of like uh, meetings before, networking meetings. How important is it to have that relationship with the press and with the media? Um, like radio stations or whatever 
um, compared to just, say, making flyers? Do they both go hand in hand almost? Um, yeah, I mean, they're both important, but I would say having those, um, those connections is vitally important. I mean, I, I've never been massively good at sort of networking and going and schmoozing people, but I've kind of, over the years of just being around, you kind of you make connections with people. And so there are people still working in the sector around the city that, you know, I know if I need to, like, get the word out, I can contact them. And so that's a really nice thing. I mean, there's less and less now because, like I said, all of the different changes that have happened... Um, but there are still people out there that, you know, because, you know, I worked with them years ago or I met them once and, and was introduced and we chatted about something, you then got like a, a kind of an in. So you can say like, oh, you know, it was really nice talking to you that time. Do you remember me? Would you, you know, would you be able to help publicise this or can I appear on your show or would you like to do an interview? And yeah, it kind of just breaks the ice. So they're not receiving a message from someone that they don't recognise the name of or whatever. Going back to um, sort of your point, uh, you said that you volunteered and that was almost your leg in the door. Are qualifications essential if you want to be a marketing manager anywhere, but um, specifically here? Are qualifications essential or is it almost about what you do outside of, say, your normal regular job and who you know that's going to get you those jobs in marketing? Yeah, I would say um, qualifications um, are not that important. I mean, I didn't do my degree in marketing. I I think a lot of people I know that work within arts marketing have kind of fallen into it almost by accident, um, just because they're passionate about the subject area that they're working in. And I think, especially with film, um, a knowledge of film, a passion for film, a kind of a, a sort of... Yeah, a hard, hard-working sort of, you know, um, an attention to detail. All of those things are so much more important. I mean, obviously, if you do a marketing qualification, then you're going to know, sort of, you, you're going to have knowledge. But I would say that you know the passion and dedication, uh, you know, counts for so much more in a way. Bouncing off that point, what skills do you learn on the job that you? perhaps wouldn't necessarily learn if you did go down the education route? Um, well, I mean, knowledge of the local uh, the local area or the, or the institution that you're working in, because when you're studying, you're going to do that in a much more broad sense. Um, and also, the, you know, if you're, getting, if you're being taught about kind of uh, marketing in a broader sense, you're not necessarily going to be focused on kind of... The, the quirks and the kind of the individuality of, of say, working within, um, you know, a small arts organisation in a, a relatively small city, you know, it's, um, yeah, there's lots that, you know, I would never have learned um, that's, you know, that I've only ever picked up from actually being here. Um, it, you know, it's silly little things like, you know, if someone says, oh, why do you never show that film? And, it, and I could list a load of reasons because I know we showed it once years ago. We did, a, God, a, a ton of marketing for it and nobody came. And so it's like, you know, at least you can kind of, yeah, you, you sort of pick up that stuff over a long period of time. Here's a lot of it, I guess, just common sense almost uh, reminiscing on previous experiences like you were saying with that film um, that just nobody came to see does that sort of like make you or just give you an instinct in, uh, when someone comes to you say hold on this might not work mm-hmm. or yes this will definitely work yeah I think I mean there's a certain level of common sense but um, 
on, on a kind of it's almost turning my point on its head there is actually you know there are times when we wouldn't necessarily say no like um, there was a guy came to us wanting to do um, a, a kind of a, a sort of it was two films back to back that were kind of going to be quite bizarre um, but he kind of said he, he knew there was going to be an audience and he'd do all this marketing work and he could guarantee that there'd be a following and we said well you know we'll, we'll try it just this once and it did actually I mean it didn't sell out a screen but it, it, it showed that there was a market there for it and so yeah, it, it, we can sometimes be proven wrong, but as long as we're kind of confident that we'll do our best and we'll work with somebody, as long as they can promise that they're going to work with us. And, and I learned from him, like, because there was actually places and contacts that he had that I've now got that I kind of, not stuck, but, you know, <laughs> acquired. Um, so if we ever did anything like that again, then at least I know that, oh, well, actually, yeah, there is this audience out there. Yeah, I think that's the most important part of networking, really. Sort of once you've got your foot in the door, it's about other people's contacts who you can then yeah. get on board yeah. and then build your network that way. So, yeah. Um, my final question is if anyone's interested in getting either just regular cinema work or marketing um, and going down that route, where can people go to contact you and just to get involved if they fancy getting into this career? Um, so I would say um, definitely the Norwich Film Festival are always looking out for volunteers um, and now that we work really closely with them that's a great place to start just because um, that's a variety of kind of um, being on the, the judging which is the panel, the selection panel where you watch loads of short films and you can rate them and that happens all throughout the year um, and all, but also working on events. Um, obviously we do employ people so um, and they're front of house people and that's kind of... Um, the place where most people start as an entry level thing so that's always um look out for kind of you know if we've got jobs job vacancies um in terms of i'm always happy to speak to people if they want to come and ask questions and that kind of thing um yeah so i'm always available so the um cinemacity.marketing at picturehouses.co.uk so i'm always happy to answer people's emails Interesting stuff enjoyed there. That was Jenny Allison, the marketing manager at Cinema City, uh, telling us about her career and how you can pursue a career in the cinema industry. Future Education, a specialist independent school which inspires children to achieve and nurtures them to become successful adults. Find out more at futureeducation.org.uk.